This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. Happening every Friday here on adsymbol.com. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivieri. We are your personal ad heroes. Gino, what's on tap for this week? This week, we have how to build trust with clients in a pandemic. Mm, a very poignant topic indeed. Certainly uh, a necessary one given what everybody's going through worldwide. Um, I can't wait to dive into this. I, I, we're going to be bringing three key points that everybody needs to know and remember when uh, building that trust with your clients during this time. But before we jump into all of that, we got our banner section. Oh, yes. And we got some exciting news, especially from the comic book movie realm. Uh, New Mutants finally opens up. DC Film re releases three movie trailers. Burger King invests in uh, Twitch donations. And Excellent. that's right. That's right. And uh, a little something else that we heard from uh, a bird talking about Apple and a search engine. Um, New Mutants finally opens up, like I said, in select theaters around the country. So you can't just go out to your local AMC and see it. Uh, I, I, there's a podcaster I know of who had to go all the way from Los Angeles to Las Vegas to go see this new film. That's hardcore dedication. Hardcore dedication. Uh, and it's actually the fifth time that they've had a release date. They've been trying to release this film since uh, 2018 right this is like the marvel movie that just like cannot get a proper launch right it just keeps getting put off put off put off and now it gets a it gets a halfway launch i guess you could say because it's in just select theaters but Correct. what are people uh, what are the early reviews coming out about are people digging it that uh, have seen it for a crowd uh, last time i checked and that was a few hours ago on uh, rotten tomatoes about 58 percent uh, crowd favored and a uh, twenty percent for the critics. Ouch, twenty percent. Bummer. Now I don't go by uh, Rotten Tomatoes much. You know, I mean, it's just so weird. Like because the crowd can love a movie, but the critics not like it, and, or vice versa, or vice versa. I've seen that happen too, where critics just rant and rave, and the crowd goes, eh, right. I'll wait for a video on demand. You know, I this is this is uh, you know we've been talking about this on recent episodes. Uh, the movie theaters they they have a mighty mighty task uh, mountain to climb here to get people back in. I know I've been waiting for the theaters to open back up again. I'm excited to to go back and check out a theater. Uh, while keeping social distance and you know washing my hands and being careful everything like that. Right. But I just think that there's just like this. People have now grown accustomed to wait, waiting for movies to come out on video on demand and watching it in the comfort of their home. They're feeling safer watching the video movies at home, um, certainly on streaming services. We've been talking a lot about that lately on the uh, podcast. So, you know, I just, ah, man, it's going to be rough. I, if New Mutants was playing here locally in our Bay Area, 
Uh, oh, I go see it. I would, I would be down because I've been waiting to check this one out. But we'll have to wait and see. Maybe this other wave of movies that is coming out from the DC film universe will really get people flooding the theaters again. Right. Of course, we are talking about the movie trailer drops of the Batman, Wonder Woman 84, and the Suicide Squad. Uh, Gino, have you seen the trailers for all three of these? And what are your first impressions? I have, and I'm actually very impressed. Uh, I mean, I want to see all three of these films. Uh, I haven't been this hyped up for a DC film in quite some time. Uh, I like that they're continuing the story of the Suicide Squad uh, as uh, new director James Gunn doesn't want to make it look like a sequel. Uh, another trailer for Wonder Woman 84. I mean, I don't know how many trailers they're going to have, but I'm excited for that movie. The first one was pretty good. And this Robert Patterson, The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, looks pretty sick. Uh, it's like a new way, new kind of way that they're introducing batman has nothing to it doesn't look like it has anything to do with the uh the dceu proper uh it looks like its own standalone film go check out colin farrell in his uh makeup yeah as uh the Peng penguin yeah you can't you can't <laughs> even recognize him that's what a good job they did yeah i saw that trailer of the batman with robert patterson and i got really excited i think that's gonna be pretty cool um, I can't wait for it. So that's those are going to be three big releases that might catapult the movie going audience back into the theater seats. I certainly hope so. And some people think that DC is in a better position than the Marvel's cinematic universe. Gotcha. Totally agree. We'll have to wait and see. Now, what's going on with this Burger King? invest in Twitch donation readouts to run ads. Give give the audience a rundown about what this is all about. So basically, Burger King is uh, investing in Twitch users and sending them all shout-outs and also telling them to go to Burger King. Basically, plain and simple, and that's all coming from PC Gamers. <laughs> so let me understand, uh, or let me rather clarify for our listening audience who doesn't know. We, we talk about Twitch on here. I have a Twitch stream. Come check it out. MJ's. MJO Snaps. <laughs> yes. Uh, and watching come, you. Come check it out. I like to stream Call of Duty and several other games. Uh, have, have a good time on the platform. Here's how readouts work. All right. The concept behind readouts is if you're watching a gamer or anybody on Switch, uh, Twitch, you can donate $3 or $5 to that individual. And when you donate, you can type a message. And you hit send, and it'll read the message on screen while the person is playing the video game. It'll print the message, and it'll also use like this robotic voice to read the message. Mm. Okay. Now, when this idea was hatched, the concept was if you're watching your favorite, favorite streamer and you want to get their attention, you could give them five bucks, and you could type something out like, hey, man, I love what you're doing on your stream. That was the original concept. Hmm. Somewhere along the line, Burger King people or their agency one of the two they got really crafty and, the, and they got pretty creative i'll give them that i'll give them that it's a totally creative idea they gave they would donate the five dollars and they would type a message out such as uh here's five dollars for your next visit to burger king so you can get a delicious whopper <laughs> now when they do that it's gonna read it on the screen in that robotic voice and everybody watching the streamer sees and hears that message okay so it's 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 a pretty creative way to kind of like I'll call it like stream sniping, which there's actually an actual term called stream sniping, which is like a different thing, but it's it's a it's a way for a brand to basically like 
hack into a really popular streamer's stream and print a message there that's an advertisement for only three bucks, five bucks. And you could have a streamer that has a hundred thousand viewers. So for three dollars, your message is read and heard by a hundred thousand people at once. Pretty crazy, pretty sneaky, pretty clever. As a streamer myself, I hate this. I'm going to go on the record right now. I hate that Burger King did this because Wendy's and Jack in the Box and everybody else is just going to pile on and try to do this. But there may be a catch. What is the catch? What what was recently announced uh, by Twitch after Burger King was kind of caught doing this? Well, they violated the terms of service. And as a result, they were their account was banned, or what was you know that's the article didn't explain that because in the, it was actually very interesting because in the very beginning of the article it stated that the author was like, well, I don't see any problems here, and then as it got later in the article, it stated that yeah, Burger King violated terms of service, so they aren't supposed to be doing any kind of commercial advertising. But let me just j- just just make a point. Granted, they they did something that maybe they probably shouldn't have done. Uh, and they did obviously violate terms of service, if that's what Twitch is saying. But I will give them props to the modern-day version of guerrilla marketing. Big they time. saved a lot of money, apparently, than uh, investing in you know commercials, uh, 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 people to talk or film, uh, production, everything. And so into, into just hitting up users directly with a message so that everybody else can hear them. Brilliant. It, from that perspective, it's marketing brilliance. Totally give them credit for that. And the press. They got- and they've gotten a ton of press. And then the streamers make videos out of it. So they're getting, they're getting additional airplay on YouTube yeah. and everything like that. And they're talking about the, the, the streamers are getting hungry or they're getting pissed off. Everyone's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like the old saying, you know, even bad press is still press. Uh, yeah, I mean, I totally get that aspect of it and props to them for seeing that opportunity and getting crafty and doing that. But again, I'm just thinking that, you know, please, if you're other brands like fast food chains and other brands in general, I agree. Don't be, don't do that because streamers don't like the idea is to really connect with your audience while you're playing a game. Right. And that's been my experience. Right. And if it starts getting commercialized like that, it's just going to ruin it for everybody. So I'm glad, I'm glad Twitch jumped in. And basically slap their hand and say, you know, don't do this again. Or maybe they ban them. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but so, it's just, uh, you know, clever, interesting, but, you know, hate it. Too much marketing. Too much, too marketing. much marketing. Yeah. Let's move on to the main meat and potatoes of the episode. Gino, what is going on first and foremost? Uh, what is this update with the pandemic and how is it affecting companies and how is it affecting those companies, employees with the interactions with, with clients? Okay. So... Well, if we start off with just the employees, uh, employees are requesting to kind of move out into different states during the pandemic because their the whole thing is it's just like, well, if I have to work from home, then why stay in a place like California, high in rent or mortgage rates high or what have you, or just the pandemic, maybe just you're in an area where it's highly in- infected, then you can go to somewhere else where hopefully you're not infected and you're not infecting anybody else. Uh, but you can move in where the costs are lower and still work from home. Yeah, that makes total sense. You know, we again, we broadcast from the Silicon Valley, uh, San Francisco Bay Area in California, very, very expensive place to live. Uh, hell, even an expensive place just to rent an apartment. Then you factor in food and insurance and yada, 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 yada. And the list goes on and on. So I, the concept here is 
okay, a company is telling me I have to work from home because the government is saying I have to work from home. We can't be back in the offices just yet. Uh, why do I have to stay in an expensive-ass place like California? Why don't I move to a much cheaper state like Montana or North Carolina or, hell, even a state like Nevada or Florida that doesn't even have uh, state income tax, hmm. right? I mean, I get cheaper everything. Makes total sense, right? And you cannot knock employees of these companies for wanting to make that move. But it's the, the rub is that it's having this effect on client relationships because all of these employees used to be coming to an office and they used to be interacting with one another in a room together, you know, on whiteboards, figuring out, you know, what the client needs and then having these talks. And so what we wanted to bring to the table on this particular episode is once a company gets past figuring out the situation of where their employees are going to be remotely working from, once you overcome that hurdle, what can you now do to continue to build that trust, keep you know the trust that you had with the clients before everything hit, but now as you're adding new clients on, how can everyone get on the same page? I think that's what we really want to get to, right? Mm. So the first thing is, you know, in terms of the employee shuffle, I'll call it the employee shuffle. As, a, as an organization, if you work in an organization that has not figured this out yet, be an internal champion to tell your boss or your colleagues that you guys have to formulate a game plan to get on the same page with programs like Slack, like Google Chat, Google Hangouts, and of course, the Mac Daddy of them all, Zoom. Zoom has become like the de facto thing that everybody's using and working off of. You see celebrities using it to have meetups <laughs> and stuff like that, right? Um, you, you just you have to get comfortable with video conferencing. And the, the funny thing about video conferencing is many, many years ago, and, you know, Gino, tell me if you agree with this or not, but many years ago, video conferencing was seemingly something that was more uh, a very expensive thing and very exclusive to big Fortune 500 companies, you know, classic yep. conference room with massive TV and cameras and sound equipment, right? It wasn't really thought of something that the little guy would maybe use. I remember when my dad was telling me about it in like the early 90s when he worked for Apple. There you go. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, so it was you, a big deal back it then. It was a big deal. It, you know, video conferencing because you need a fast internet connection. Right. You need high-end equipment to pull it off. This is back in the day. Mm. Okay? But in light of the pandemic, everybody has had to figure out how to get on board with video conferencing. Um, and that includes linking up just your basic laptop to the internet, downloading a program like Zoom, and full transparency, we're not being paid by Zoom to say this. No, we're not. <laughs> um, although, if you're listening, Zoom, <laughs> give us a call. But, you know, uh, everyone's got to figure out. It, it, and it's actually a really easy program to use. They, they have come out with new releases of it that's made it dramatically uh, more simple to log in and launch a video conference. So everybody just needs to get comfortable with being in front of a camera. And I know that's nerve-wracking for a lot of people. But you got to feel comfortable being in front of a camera. You got to spend a little bit of time of practicing the nuances of video chat. Mm. Because if the person on the other end has a slow internet connection, that might interfere with how fluid the video looks. Uh, there could be drop off, there could be things. So, as an organization, internally practice. Here at AdSymbol, we literally took time out of the day to practice calling one another on Zoom right. just so we could experience what it's like to schedule a meeting, have someone log in, 
practice sharing a screen. Okay, so these are the things that you have to do as an organization internally first before you can even, and I remember distinctly, we had a very big client call and I, I just said, guys, we have to practice this Zoom thing before that client call because I'm not gonna just send the client the Zoom invite and not know what the hell to do if something goes wrong. You remember that, Gino? I do remember that, yeah. Right. So, you know, we have, you know, just, just, you know, it's, it's silly, make fun out of it, have a good time, but practice. Okay. And get comfortable because that is the new norm. Right. Right. Uh, anything else to chime in on, on that employee shuffle aspect? You, you know, it, 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 it starts from the top. Um, the organization has to know what, you know, it, it's, it's like you're in a ship and here's a big tidal wave. Or, or, or something bad will happen. So you have to either steer away or come up with something really quick to uh, go down to your employees and then the employees uh, filter that marketing through the clients, such as like I had a client recently that told me that they were doing internal marketing to start things off uh, during this pandemic and that that marketing would go into their clients mm. as well. Mm. So it, it was, it was very interesting. And, and it's like, Hey, look, that's something if, if, if you need to, uh, and you know, this sounds very strange, but copy cheat steal from an, another company that will help your company in the sense that like in something good like this, then by all means. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, so that's the main thing is get, situated internally first with one another despite where everybody's calling in from or working from or dialing in from practice these uh technologies that are available in 2020 because everybody's internet is fast enough now most people's internet is fast enough now domestically speaking in the united states to be able to handle these streaming services right video streaming services so get comfortable practice them so now let's talk about checkbox you've done that now let's move to the client side of stuff, okay? So now you've practiced, now you feel comfortable as we do here internally at AdSymbol with sending out Zoom links to clients. Now you have to get over, you have to overcome the awkwardness of meeting clients on video chat, all right? And let me just put everyone's uh, mind at ease. It is equally as awkward for you as it is for the other person also logging in to do this. That's a good point. Because we're all new at this. Right. This is a, you know, one interesting thing about 2020, I just want to digress and say it's very funny and interesting to me how some people have chosen to hit this pandemic pivot with a positive attitude and a can do attitude and a roll up my sleeves. And this is what it is. And I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to survive, you know, and my distinguished colleague here, Gino, called me up when the pandemic first really started hitting. And he said, you know, I just really want to thank you and everything that ad symbol stands for, because none of this is a new experience for me. I, I've, I feel like I've been in a pandemic mindset, you know, since the day I started, <laughs> right? It's like, you know, I just got to run and gun and figure it out. And I got to hustle and I got to roll up my sleeves and I got to take on every challenge every yeah. single day. And I got to hunt for my kill. People were scared. So you have this other group of people that are like, oh, my God. Right. What, That's are, people we, talking what about. are we supposed to be doing? Uh, I can't handle myself. Get over it. Like, this is the new norm, man. There's no turning back. It's not going backwards. It's only going forwards and up. Okay. So with that being said, everybody is kind of rolling up their sleeves, figuring out the Zoom thing together. So when you send out that invite and it's time for that client call, when just know that when they get on the client call with you, 
there might be a little bit of awkwardness there on their end too. That's okay. If you want to help ease into it, make a little joke. You know, make a little joke. Want a <laughs> Should be doing that anyway if you're on a sales call. But yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Build that rapport. <laughs> a classic one that I like to use is, you know, I got my suit up top, but I'm wearing my board shorts down yeah. below and my sandals. Yeah. You know, just make a little gag like, hey, isn't this great? I don't have to wear a full suit now. I just have to wear, you know, it's almost like going to a wedding with one of those tuxedo t-shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, make a little joke, lighten up the sp- lighten up the room, right? Okay. And then the other thing that you can do is um, don't be nervous if you have technical difficulties. So earlier I mentioned that the other person's internet connectivity level might impact the stream quality. So you might be sitting in a high-speed office, I mean a home office with maxed out internet, but the person on the other end might be at their home and they might have shoddy internet. Mm. That could potentially affect the stream quality. So if, you know, maybe even preference things by saying, hey, listen, if we get cut up, if the stream starts getting choppy, I might just end it and try to recall you back, just heads up. You know, just make it really easy for the person, your client, to feel like you're in control of the dialogue. What do you want to add to that, Gigi? Um, I was going to add that, uh, you know, well, one, I agree. And you should, I mean, be making things kind of light in this situation. At least that's what I do when uh, things get kind of uh, treacherous here. Um, But, you know, I just kind of relate it back to what I did. And I was just very real with people, very transparent. Uh, I even had my own campaign going on my email blast uh, that, you know, we're, we're going to, we want to save the economy. And we shouldn't be backing down and trying to scramble around and trying to find out like what to do. No, you know what to do. Hmm. You know what to do. So just do it. (laughs) And if you screw up, then okay. You go back to the drawing board and then you fix it and keep moving forward. Right. Like Rocky said. Right. So now you've gotten past the part where your guys are comfortable with the clients, you know, and again, difference between, you know, previous client versus new client, previous client, is going to be understanding that everyone's in this new norm, everyone's figuring out Zoom, everyone's doing this thing. No problem. Brand new client, you really want to go heavy with the rapport building, making some jokes, keeping it lighthearted, making it comfortable for everybody. Here are three key things that you want to do to build trust during the pandemic. You want to be creating wow experiences at every opportunity you can get. So here at AdSymbol, we have a set of core values that the company adheres to. And the number one core value on that list is create wow experiences every day. So previous to the pandemic, a wow experience could be surprising a client at their office with a Starbucks coffee. Completely unexpected. You were, I was, quote, in the neighborhood that I'd swing by and drop off your favorite coffee. That was a previous pandemic wow experience. Post-pandemic or in the pandemic wow experience, after a phone call is done, I hand wrote a note to you in my best cursive writing and I shipped it right to your office or to your home office, right? Okay. A handwritten note. Nobody takes the time anymore to do those. Super wow experience. If I got a handwritten note and we actually have received them as thank yous from customers, we'll put them up in the office. We have some right now on the refrigerator and other places in the office, right? Whenever someone takes the time to make a handwritten note, that's a big deal. That's a wow experience. So that's something good that you can do to create that trust, build that trust during the pandemic. Number two, as we talked about making someone feel comfortable on the call, 
something goes wrong, the audio cuts out, the video gets choppy, someone's bumbling with the controls, you know, your client's messing with the controls and isn't getting it or figuring it out, you know, make light of the situation. Don't make them feel anxiety written that they don't know what they're doing. Nobody likes to feel like they don't know what they're doing, but this technology is new for everybody. So go out of your way to make them feel comfortable. And number three, the communication and email follow-ups have to be exceptionally written. I think before all of this took place, a lot of business could get taken care of or could take place at a coffee shop or a restaurant or famously on the golf course, right? So you take a client out on the golf course, you, sh you play around a nine holes or 18 holes, shake hands and the deal's done. Well, currently speaking, that's not really available right now. So a really good Zoom video call followed by a handwritten note in your best cursive writing, followed by a series of very immaculately written emails can get the job done and can get you the deal, can get you the sale. But if you're not confident in your writing skills, either have an assistant help you out or a colleague in your office, definitely want to get on that Grammarly tip. For those of you who don't know, that's a plugin you can get for your web browser, for your email web browser or anything like that. It'll critique your grammar. It's really, really good. It's I mean, I, I, it really works well. I know all of us here at AdSymbol use it. Um, but your, hand, your, your grammar writing skills is a big deal. Do you have anything to add to that, Gigi? Well, first of all, we're not being endorsed by Grammarly, just so everybody oh, knows. <laughs> that's two drops today, right? That's Zoom right. That's right. But hey, you know what? That's what it's all about. You know, networking, trying to figure things out, trying to help each other out in this whole uh, pandemic thing. Uh, I, I think th those are top of the money right there. And, you know, we're probably going to be in this pandemic for a while. Yes. Um, but kudos to America because I just see like a lot of improvement, although it seems like some uh, uh, things could be kind of controversial on what's real and what's not. But overall, I think in business wise, hey, look, we're, we're seeing business grow. Right. And we're seeing people not give up. And I love that. So if you stick my final thoughts here on the topic is if you stick to those three things, creating wow experiences making people feel comfortable, your clients feel comfortable when you're doing these video chats and these interactions and following up with exceptionally written emails with perfect grammar, you will continue to build trust in this pandemic time. So that's what we got for you today on that matter. And uh, just hitting the D block here to wrap things up, I want to give a shout out to one of our brand new billboard partners, Thompson Billboards, Thompson Media Company. Uh, they're based out here in the San Francisco Bay Area, but they have coverage of uh, billboards across the country. They have recently just signed on and joined us at our uh, for our marketplace at our VIP level tier. And I just want to give a shout out to them. We're excited to be partnered with them and bring more opportunities to their billboard locations. Gigi, what else do you got to wrap it up? Well, on social media, follow us online through uh, our, our social media channels at AdSymbol. On our YouTube page, give us a like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to be notified on all Ad Hero shows and various other content related to marketing. And don't forget to leave a comment or question below and let us know your thoughts. We're loving getting all these comments, man. We're getting hit up on all the platforms. I've been I've been hit up on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's great to hear from everybody. We love the global audience, too, that we're reaching out to. So if there's a particular topic, maybe this would be a good, good thing to throw in there. If there's a particular topic in the world of advertising that you guys want to hear more about, 
send us that. Drop us that note. That'd be good. Say, you know, hey, we, we want to hear about content marketing. We want to hear about Google ads. We want to hear about whatever, right? We are all here. We're, we are here to service you, our valuable listeners. Uh, we love what we get to do here on this podcast, but we want to hear more from you. Exactly. So drop us a note. Let us know. For inquiries and more information about outdoor advertising, visit our site, adsymbol.com. Yes, sir. Find the Ad Hero Podcast on all major platforms. Thank you for tuning in to the Ad Hero Podcast every Friday. My name is Gio Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivieri. Signing out. Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to OpenDisplay.com for a free account to get started.